Hey guys, Lance Zerline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. You got the touch. The Astros are going back to the World Series. You got the power. Yeah. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. Uh, I guess Frank's calling a shot. The Astros are going back to the yeah, World Series. Yeah, it about yesterday. I like that. He, oh, he cut this before the game, I think. Well, I don't think so. No? I think he thought he's the Astros were going to win? Isn't this the song that was in Boogie Nights that uh, Dirk is singing? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. It became a real song. But uh, I think this is uh, the song that Dirk Diggler was singing well, I know, in the studio. Well, I know, but he started it with the Astros are going back to the World Series. That's what it started with. Well, he sent an email and said this was about the vibes. It's just about positive positivity. vibes. He cut it after the game. Oh, okay. If okay. they had won the World, if they had won last night, he would have had highlights from them making yeah, it. Right, right. Yeah, right, right. But he's just being positive right now. Yeah, he says, let's set the tone We're early. We're setting the tone. We're setting the tone for the city. The city that's very positive about this team right now. The city that's very... I'll tell you what. Well, we got a great show. Uh, Robert Flores is going to join us at 7.30. Roger Clemens is going to join us at 8. Breaking down exactly what's going on. We got Game 7 tonight here at Minute Maid Park where the Astros are just playing unbelievable baseball right now. And uh, the word is... Well, it is unbelievable, I think, Mm -hmm. since they've won 7 of their last 28 at home. Seven of their last 28. So here's the deal. Right now they've lost three in this series, right? They've lost all three games in this series. They're playing 250 ball at home, so it would figure that they would, the law of averages say they're going to win this game tonight and play 250 ball at home. If you say so. Against this team. Yes, I say so. Okay. I say I say Christian Javier is on the mound. How are you going to get those... Well, you know there's bullpen you have to go to that includes no Brian Abreu, more than likely. No, he'll still be there tonight. No, he won't. He has this meeting today, and if they find that they're going to, they're going they're going to reduce to zero the zero games. Zero. No. Games. Yeah. Even because Tom, it's silly. No, it's silly. We'll get to it. It's dumb. I've gotten fights with Rangers media yesterday i saw but um so yeah it's silly but it's not getting like uh, tom verducci said it's almost zero chance it gets reduced to none he'll have to serve it's the most ridiculous thing he'll have in to serve one and it'll be a game, game seven five you're going to hit a guy that's ridiculous it's ridiculous a game and he'll have to miss a game seven of a series when you have well fr- quite frankly his last couple of outings he couldn't find a strike zone last night he gave up another run Brian Abreu is not that same guy right now. Brian still, Abreu is not as nearly as I'd dominant. I'd still rather have was. him than Stanek or Montero. Well, that's true. I mean, that's, that's that goes. I mean, I'm putting him in ahead of. Well, we got Neris in the eighth, <clears throat> and we got Maton in the seventh, and we got Christian Javier for six. That's what we do. That's it right there. And, and Presley's rested. He's fine. So you got him. And if you need him for a little bit longer. Are you going to get a lead? Uh, yeah, you're going to have a lead. How? You may even have a four-run lead tonight. You're going to score four at home? You're going to sc- no. That's almost impossible. It's going to be six or seven at home. That's almost impossible. No, it's not. No, it's not. Watch. Yeah. Seven Watch. at home? Seven. I th- I'm calling it. Seven to three final tonight. Astros move on to the World Series to take on the Phillies, who will have already clinched tonight by the time the Astros uh, game starts, actually. It's uh, it's concerning what the Astros do at home. It's There's a reason there's not a lot of confidence because – I was with uh, I was at a bar. Well, I was with Frank with Chris Solis. Then I was uh, on Friday watching a game where they got the big home run. Then we were uh, at another spot watching football and watching uh, not baseball on Saturday, watching football games. And there was two new guys, two other guys who were there, and we were talking to them about going to Astros games. And I was uh, 
I, I went to five of the six games this year. I was one in, I was one in four at Astros home games of the six games. Uh, Chris was one and six. Well, Frank in all was, fairness, that's about what the Astros were. Frank was one and eleven. Average. Frank was one and eleven. That's about what they are now. at Astros games. I know this other guy's like, oh my god, I was zero and four. Yeah. I don't. Remember. I don't know anyone who's been to multiple games who actually but, has listen, a winning record. I've been at Astros to a games. lot of games lately. I don't remember the last time they won when I was there. Don't go. No, I got it. It's well, simple. It. Everybody that goes, it clearly has nothing to do. Don't go. So nobody should go to the game. It has no. nothing to do with it could him be you. or anyone else. Apparently, it could be you. It's oh, the team. I'll read the text where you called Araldus, or you called Garcia a bitch. Well, he, yeah. Wear this golden sombrero, and then he hit it 780 feet. Oh, yeah. Okay, listen. The other way. Adolis Garcia actually was heroic yesterday because he hit a grand slam. It, the game was already over. He had already struck out four times. Wear that sombrero, bitch. The, and then he hits a grand slam after cares? he said that. It's you. It was over. Don't go to the game. It was over. Don't go to the game. Oh, that, oh was I, it I, over? I, this, this quote by Mitch Garver. Oh, yeah. The, he, he showed them there was justice. Shut up. He was 0 for 4 with four strikeouts when the game was actually a game. There was And then just, when the game was over, he hit a grand slam. There was Ooh, what justice. What a hero. He sucks. Yeah, I did. You know what? Keep booing him and crush him because he's an a hole. Okay. Yeah, he doesn't suck. He sucks. He's pretty good. No, he. I know. No, he sucks. And you know what? Astros are going to show him tonight. Show them tonight. I'm glad you feel confident. Yeah, I do. I feel great. You don't mean it. I feel great. No, I feel great about this tonight. Absolutely. And what, you know what? Now, what it's even s- going to be more crushing for those people. It's going to just like Friday. Listen, we cannot just pass up Friday just because they lost last night. Friday was one of the great moments that we have seen from the Astros, well, since last year. It was it was the greatest moment of the season when Jose Altuve hit that three-run three mm-hmm. homer. And there was Yiner with a good at-bat, Singleton with a really good at-bat. He's got, he's got a really good eye. I mean, Singleton had a good at-bat yesterday. Leclerc just made a good pitch, a slider high, which he hadn't shown at all. And uh, Singleton was laying off pitches that I, most of the team would have swung. Is there, it, see, and Yiner's better against right-handers, right? Yeah. Is there any reason that it was Singleton instead of Yiner? I don't. I mean, I, I don't think so. I think he was just going to go. He wanted to have probably Yiner up the next inning. How many days has it been since Singleton had a hit? Well, I understand that, but he got in the other game too, and he walked. And Yiner was had good a hit, at bat, but but Yiner had a hit. But Singleton had a good. But Yiner had, had a, good, a hit. But that's, I mean, to me, that's almost kind of like it's not irrelevant. But Singleton had had a, Singleton actually ended up having a really good at bat against Leclerc. Battled, fouled, showed a good eye. I mean, I would have rather seen Yiner personally. Um, and there's also man, there's so much to get to because there's also arguments about whether or not you know because the pro Dusty people have to fight with the the the. Yeah. That complain I, I, about manager people all the time. So when the when the Astros it, fans are saying great job by a spot, the pro Dusty pro people came in like anti. that was you hate Dusty. That was like no, 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 can't no. we just enjoy a game well, no, well, and make it, a comment about a spot? Anti, you it's questionable to put a guy who hasn't had a hit in thirty nine days up in that situation. He has literally not had a hit but, in almost forty days. That means that was they were they were walking around in the desert for about that same amount. Of I would time I would have I would Manna. have yeah. Okay, so I mean, what in the world? Forty days since dude has gotten a hit. Well, Why so the other day, up? the reason I thought it was a spot of making all the calls the other day is because he went, he did flip it. He went Yiner Diaz hit first, and then he had Singleton hit second, and then he had Jose Altuve on. Well, uh, Jose Altuve up, and then, of course, we know Altuve hit the three-run homer. Uh, this time around, he ended up going dusty, flipped it, and went the other way. He went Singleton first, now, and then the this, next inning. Yiner. By the way, earlier this year, though, dusty went Singleton second. He went Singleton when a runner got on, and then Singleton walked, and then they had the big another big. Earlier this season, I believe it was a 
it was a, I forget who had the big hit after Singleton had walked, but they did it the other way. Why Dusty chose this way in this game? I don't believe that. I think Dusty was behind the scenes and Dusty pulled the strings in game five. The manager, and especially Dusty, he ain't leaving. We saw Dusty hiding back there. I mean, in, in, in after the game. Yeah, after the game. I don't believe that he... Most managers still pull the strings. Boy, Spada would be pissed if he did all that and he gets no credit. Well, it, How would you be pissed? Would you be pissed yeah, uh, on the biggest no, win of the I, season? It, and you're like, way to go, Dusty. And Dusty's like, oh, thanks, guys. Well, If you didn't do anything, I don't know. Ho- go find out. Well, I, I, yeah. I can, Try to I can, find I, out. I'll find out. I'm going to have out. Michael Connor find out, too. Yeah. Regardless, um, you may be confident it's going to be 7-3. to three. I think it's they've won seven of their last twenty eight at home, which is they're playing twenty five percent at home over their last. I mean, that's a good full month. That's a month. That's a good full month. And no, big, and yesterday on that's the broadcast, two months because you play half the games on the road. That's well, yeah, I'm just saying a full yeah, right. working month of walking right. around like waking up and brushing your teeth every day. Month mm-hmm. here is uh, here's the broadcast crew. It was David Ortiz. No, it was Derek Jeter and was it Ortiz or or uh, yeah, it was Ortiz and Derek Jeter talking about the Astros' woes at home. Guys, I would say this. Um, I wasn't worried about Houston, especially after they lost the first couple of games. I saw their mojo over there and this and that, and the way they handle the business over there. But today, I'm kind of worried for real about the Houston Astros because it made no sense. It made no sense how they play over there at Texas. They execute how their offense just went off, and all of a sudden they come back home winning the series 3-2 to two just to put this to bed, and then all of a sudden they can't hit. They can't. I mean, I, I don't even know how to explain it. You can't. You can't explain it. I mean, part of it tonight, we got to give credit to Yavaldi. Yeah. You know, he's a tough assignment even when you're swinging the bats well. But, shouldn't say that. Having said that, this is a real problem for them, hmm. in my opinion, because it's not a week, it's not a month, it's not a half of a year. This is a full season they've struggled and when the excuses start you just hope that it's not in their heads but it's it's kind of tough to think it's not at this point yeah i think you know no one wants the astros to win more than david ortiz (laughs) david ortiz is a card-carrying astros fan um it what he says you know does make some sense because now we go into the series like ugh, at home is not great and then you lose three straight at home. And, I mean, you know, we've seen this against Washington before where the Astros couldn't win at home, and they ended up losing a World Series because of it. This is for a chance to go to the World Series. You do have a pitcher who's hot right now going for you, which is really good. But at the same time, you got to get some runs. I mean, Jordan continues to own Uvalde. Uh, Jose Altuve is continuing to see the ball right well right now. This is pretty wild that two games in a row – the MVP of the World Series has to be pinch hit for. And honestly, you may be next, Kyle Tucker. Although Tucker did get a a big double the other night. He had a double. He got a walk yesterday. Kyle Tucker, when he's up to the plate, I feel like I don't feel any better than it would be like Chaz McCormick. I I don't feel like this is King Tuck. I don't feel like it's anything like that. I feel zero confidence with Kyle Tucker. And apparently, he feels zero confidence. Well, it's affected his fielding, too. He misplayed oh. that fly ball, and then he could have. This was a first-row home run that he normally gets, yeah. and he just missed. That would have been a huge play. That's a that's a huge play that he missed that ball, and, and that almost killed that woman, he by just the way. Looks, he just looks um, disinterested. He know. I know it's yeah. his personal. I know it's not intentional. Yes. That's just how he looks. But when he's making mistakes in the field, and yeah, he had that ball that froze him earlier, and I think it was against the Twins. He right? doesn't look like himself. He, he didn't look like look. himself at all. He's, his swings are awful. It's like he's, it's like he's he's so he's unconfident. So bad. He's so. Do you want some even worse news? Who do you think pitched Game Seven for the Nationals? Scherzer. Yeah, Scherzer. And Scherzer's going today. I don't like it. So, did you see the stat? The Astros are o o for for uh, six at home in teams that Max Scherzer on, is on in the playoffs. Oh uh, yeah, Rangers and Nationals. Oh right? no, o for seven now. It's not great. It's not great on teams Max Scherzer is on. Even though they crushed Max Scherzer the other day. Yeah, and they're going to crush him again tonight. By the way, uh, seven fourteen ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. You guys get in. 
and we're going to take your calls. Bottom of the hour here. you got 15 minutes. we got plenty of time to get you in, so we will. Uh, but but uh, we are also going to have uh, Robert Flores at 730 and Roger Clements at Are we going to do what, what did you learn this weekend? Uh, we'll do it between, in between uh, Flores and uh, Roger. We'll do what did you learn this weekend in one sentence. Uh, right now, though, we'll, if we've got enough time, maybe we'll put it after Roger. We'll see. Yeah. Maybe we'll put it after Roger because there might not be enough time because we might st- may stay long with, uh, with Robert Flores. Here's the deal, though. Uh, I know where you're going to be. If you buy a car from Chastain Ford, you're going to be back to Chastain Ford because Chastain Ford is what I went to the Coop uh, game the other night and I was sitting with the uh, with the Chastains for a while. Joe, his uh, Patrick's dad was there and he's just a fantastic guy. And it is it, it, and, and I would imagine that his dad was a fantastic guy and then his dad was a fantastic guy because somewhere along the line. The Chastangs learned that the most important thing is giving service. The most important thing, okay, pigs get fed, hogs get slaughtered. Chastangs don't care about making as much money as they possibly can on these cars. The other dealerships, they just want to add on, add on, make sure that you upsell, upsell, upsell. And that's just not the case at Chastang Ford. They want you to get into that Ford car truck at the way that you want it, at the, at the cost that you can afford. They don't want you choking on those payments. They don't want you one and done. They want you coming back. So they give you the best service that they possibly can. There are no dealer add-ons. There's no markups. They're going to get you all the rebates that they possibly can. They're going to get you the best financing they possibly can. It happens every single time. If you're looking for that Ford car or truck or a pre-owned vehicle, they got the Mach-E on the lot right now that's great price. they got $15,000 off the F-150s. ChastangFord.com. On 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead. It's just five minutes from downtown Chastang Ford. ESPN 97.5 on YouTube. Dog Show. Back to the Veritex Community Bank Studios and your daily distraction from the horrific reality of your very existence. Man, I didn't know it was that bad. But hey, it's John and Lance. All right, welcome back. 718 ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. 713-780-3776. I've heard so many things. Uh, the, the country music at Globe Life is why the Astros won. They play country music there as opposed to... Uh, Brian McCaggart says, oh, by far better, much better music than we play here at Minute Maid. Um, somebody suggests Astros wear their grays, their, their road grays tonight. Don't wear Space City. Well, Javier gets to pick the unis. Is that it? Because Fromber picks the unis. I don't know in playoffs if he does. Yeah, well, I think Fromber got to pick the unis. I've, I've seen that a couple of times. That that Fromber gets to pick well, the unis. Well, stop picking. He's well, he's terrible. Yeah. Stop picking because yesterday was good enough. Uh, five it was runs, good enough. He five, had five innings. No, nah, I mean five he was third, three, three, three runs. runs. Is that yeah, what it was? Mm. yeah. We're we're always fine with that. Uh, frankly, he got okay. well. No, sure. yeah, it should point. be at home. I mean, look, Fromber. That's what JV had. Mm. Fromber had. Fromber had. Fromber was out of that inning with one. He was out of that. He was into the six with one run allowed. If he makes a pitch on a one-two count, he can't get out of. Who was it? Uh, was it Garver? Who was it? He couldn't get out of. One two, and he couldn't, and he couldn't get out of the at bat. And then they got a was it a walk, and then followed by the opposite field home run. What was before the opposite field home run? It was a walk, wasn't it? It was one two, and he couldn't finish. He couldn't finish when it was one two. Like you got to He st- you know oh, he Garber throws got all those hit every time up. I think he God. throws. Fromber tries to get strike, and he gets plenty of strikeouts. Fromber goes for wipeout curves when there's two strikes. I think. He got bailed out with the bases loaded by or by Young. He Young sw- swung at that ball in the dirt that uh, that would have been a would have been ball four. Uh, he he's not. It's not the same. I know he gave you know five and a third with three runs, he and that, that should be good enough. It's not the same, Fromber. It's just not, and it's going to be a problem going forward at one against the Phillies too. It's going to be a real problem. If well, Fromber was beat by by two home runs. Uh, the Astros were. I mean, they weren't and hitting them all over. The- pitcher. Where was all that ground balls that he usually comes up well, with? Well, I mean, I think they're I think they're doing a good job of laying off some of the pitches. Oh, they struck out quite a bit. Six but times. the other thing is, they they already said their whole thing is to lift. Like their whole thing is to look for pitches in the zone and lift. Yeah. And not now he did get a double play uh, against was it Young where he got the double play that where he grounded into the double play the six four three. 
in, in one inning where there's a man on first. He got out of the inning then, but I think it's uh, I think you you, you just got to score some runs. My God, we don't have to even talk about starters when the Astros are at MetLife or Globe Life. You don't even have to talk about it no. because you, know, you already know you're getting a ton of runs. We didn't even mention how bad Arquiti was. Yeah. Um, no, we didn't mention how bad Arquiti was on on Friday because it didn't matter. Yeah, yeah, right. It's it's true. That's true. We don't even talk about starters. Once, right, right, right. Once the the runs true. come flying, well, in. how bad Arquiti was. I mean, he still kept him. I mean, it wasn't like they. It was two and a third. I mean, he didn't go very deep for. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. He wasn't good. He was you know, no question. Um, listen, but but that was just that whole game was just about Jose Altuve and how awesome he is. We gotta, we cannot let that. We cannot let that. Uh, you know, go. Well, it's just gonna be a footnote. If you don't finish this series, it turns into just a footnote in the series. Remember that one time? I know the Astros didn't get through, but that was cool seeing that. If you get through, yeah. it turns into an iconic. I mean, it's always iconic, but it's different. When yeah, you when finish and move to the World Series. Yeah, right, right. Uh, let's get uh, Mark in here. He's been waiting. He's uh, been waiting the longest, so let's get him in here to talk about the Astros. What do you say, Mark? Hey, how's it going, gentlemen? Good. How are you? All right. So, look, superstitions are, are real. Lance, did you go play frisbee golf yesterday? I did. I, not at the course I usually okay. play, but I did go play. Okay. I didn't go to the gym, so I think this one's on me, gentlemen. It might I'll be you. On the chin. I got to go to the gym today. Get to the gym. And there's a guy who tries on Altuve jerseys. Did he go try his Altuve jersey on yesterday? We don't know. If he didn't, that's on him. The whole thing. Michael, get to the don't take chances. Just get to the get to the gym. I mean, Mark, get to the gym. I'll get to the gym. You go out there and explain this. Let's go. Gentlemen. I'm going go to. Throw. I'll do it. And then John, you don't go. Yeah, you play golf and then don't go to the game. Right. No, I'm going to the game. I'm going to definitely going to the game. Can't win a game when you're there. Already. Bought my tickets. Well, I guess we know what's happening. JT, but yeah, listen. Everybody who goes to the did game and go, loses can't go. Did you go? To, no one will be able to go. It might be you. That's you, the problem. Did you go to Michael Game Thompson. Seven against the Nationals? Pardon me. Did you go to Game I Seven? I did not. Okay, I did I'm not. Just trying to figure out if there's a trend here. No, no, no. I did not. JT is here. Hey, JT. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, there's. I mean, what a great weekend starting Friday, and then you know what uh, what Altuve does. I mean, uh, but but when you look at it the other way, we're literally one swing from being eliminated last night. Um, I, I kind of want to talk about what Lance uh, touched up on. Was I, I believe it was Lance, uh, it was Garber who was uh, battling um, uh, Framber yeah. and then got that base hit, and then I think it was a walk. But what about the inconsistency of the strike zone? Of oh. these umpires, I mean, I know, I know that's what losers say and everything like that. But the, the, the reality is there. He keeps giving their pitchers, and here's the funny thing: it's their pitchers who are getting the benefit of that left-handed uh, batter's box. And then Framber hits that spot that was a strike all night, and then he gets to call ball three. And then whenever it's on our end. Um, He's calling that a strike, and then when we're swinging, we're forced to swing at these uh, pitches, and then what? What it's coming off the tip of the bat, and it's just coming bloopers. I mean, I, I know, I know that's what losers do, but hey, if the referee's going to call it even, then that's that's a strike no matter what. Fromberg gets out of that inning. Well, so, I, I tell you what, uh, again, game five, game five was bad too. The umpires have really, really struggled, and then the ultimate JT was. For Jose Abreu to be thrown out of a game, if Garcia doesn't flip out and do what he does, nobody gets thrown out of the game. It's maybe a warning, maybe, but the situation, everyone around baseball knows that's a situation that never, and that's why, did you see the, the, the piece in the athletic where players told the writer in the athletic that this is exactly why it was intentional because, and it's Maldonado. They said Maldonado, and I will say in the back of my mind, I always wonder if Maldonado, because Maldi is, Maldi is, he's one of those rare Latin players who's very old school. And they said, this is why it was intentional, because you would never think it would be intentional. And yet Maldi's back there calling the shots. He's the one to set it up. But I'm sorry. I, even though I could see that in a regular season, I can't see that in that scenario. You got, no, I just can't. Listen, and, oh, by the way, that tough guy, that guy who hit the grand slam and there was justice, according to the to the Rangers, there's just justice. He was 0 for 4 with four strikeouts. And you know who we went after? 
who he went after after he got hit? He went after Maldonado. He you know why? Maldon- because he's pudgy. Did you? Did he go after Abreu, the guy who threw it? No, because dude would have kicked his ass. That's why. <sighs> Ooh, I don't like some of your takes today. No, Garcia is a Garcia is a is a freight train. That's is a guy he? who's. Then why did he go after Maldonado and not? Because and not, he. Th- I just talked about it because he just thinks. Maldonado is the guy who is no, the culprit, and it's great. true. If the guy somebody... who I've not once, one time, when when I believe it was Abraham Marichal who hit Johnny Roseboro in the head, the catcher in the head with his bat. Every other time, the batter has gone after the pitcher, but he thinks that Maldonado yeah. called was the one who ordered well, the code he, red. Don't forget, let's not and forget. if it happened, let's not forget. If it happened, Maldi would have been that guy. They, they all had issues with Maldonado. Yes, that's why. He, that's that's why. a. Re- I don't think it's because he's afraid of a brave. Oh, that I think guy he is. is. A, that guy is a walking. Is he? Well, you talked about somebody oh, talked about he was how a real tough guy. And then after everybody came out, no, I want, no, I want it, I want it. Stop! It's so weak. The whole thing was so weak. Well, what I'm, I don't even care about all that. What I care about is you, you threw, you threw the pitcher out because Garcia threw a, a hissy fit and turned it into a thing. Then Dusty gets thrown out because he's defending his pitcher. And now, and I thought, okay, that was terrible, but there's no way they suspend him for that. There was never a warning. There was obviously intent makes no sense in that spot. And then they give him a two-game suspension, which the problem is, oh, and by the way, when we come back. Robert Flores. Okay, Robert Flores when we come back. But I'm going to tell you something really, really interesting about the dynamics of this suspension. Okay. Right now, though, we're talking about uh, Houston powder coaters. Right now, I'm talking about the how great it is. You just, I think you just, we just heard Robin just a couple of minutes ago. Houston powder coaters. She, they're starting to shoot. They're doing the, the woodlands, and they go out there, and that waterway that they've got is just beautiful. And they're doing all the poles and the benches and everything else, and it's just going to be fantastic. And it's going to last for 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 years and years to come and it will last for years and years to come for you too what kind of patio furniture do you have or car parts or boat parts or whatever it is that you need powder coated well this is the time to do it especially if it's outdoor furniture or any kind of furniture that you might have that you need powder coated because now's the time when it's really really busy because all the hoas are taking their pool equipment there their pool furniture and so it's busy and so if you're somebody that wants to get your stuff back by Thanksgiving, you want to get your stuff back by Christmas, now is the time to get over to Houston Powder Coaters. Call them up. They will pick up absolutely free and deliver it back to you absolutely free. And then you choose how you're going to do it. You'll probably deal with Robin uh, along the way here, and she's fantastic. Over 20 years of experience, five-star customer service. They're going to do a great job. It, they prime and primp. It's so, so detailed. They're going to do a great job for you. They do it for everybody. HoustonPowderCoaters.com, 281-676-3888. ESPN 975.com Fighter of the Night Man. One is screaming, he's so happy. The other screaming, a passionate shout, it's the Nightman. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's the offensive masterminds running an outside zone on your intelligence. John Granado and Lance Zerline. All right, welcoming back a good friend of the show, a Houstonian, loves his teams here. Matter of fact, we had a little conversation about that U of H game yesterday. Robert Flores, at Roflow on Twitter, and must follow. Joining us now to talk about this and a whole lot more here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 MLB Network. By the way, Roflow is going to be, their live coverage gets underway at noon today with MLB Tonight leading up to and following the games. And Robert will be on the road for the World Series. So you're going to be coming to Houston for the World Series. That's going to be fun, Roflow. Well, um, yeah, um, I... I, how do you want me to answer that question? I, <laughs> you I am curious, though. You're, un- or do you- <laughs> you're an unapologetic Astros fan um, who is, yeah. uh, you know, a, a, a fair and objective person um, on yeah. Twitter and on, you know, on you're fair and objective about what's happening. You're an unapologetic Astros fan. How does that play? Well, how does that play for you uh, from a media standpoint, being on the national scene? Oh, I, I, it's really not that. Uh, I, I really don't find it to be a, a a big factor or a big deal one way or the other. Um, you, you know, you, you still have to be professional, and and I I think that 
uh, you, you know, really the, the underlying or the whole overarching theme is that you, you, most of people, if 99.9% of the media right, that work in sports media especially, got into the business because they were sports fans of a particular team to begin with. So I think people know, you know, that I, I was born in Houston, I like the Astros, but I think they also know, and hopefully they've seen from the, you know, decade plus that I've been in the national media that um, that I'm professional and that I'm not going to do anything ridiculous or say anything outlandish, uh, you know, because that's that's not who I am and you know, I, I try to be a professional. So I'm gonna I'm gonna paint a picture for you. I mentioned this before we got to a break. So this is about the Astros having uh, a Braves suspended. Chris Young yeah. came from came from the commissioner's office. He worked for the commissioner. He told a mutual friend of both of ours that he told him back a couple of years ago when they were at a little league game. Yeah, we've got stuff on, we've got stuff on the Dodgers. On I think it was the Diamondbacks at the time. We already talked about the Astros, Red Sox, Yankees. Commissioner's office has this, but there is no Mike Fires, so there's nothing we can really do. But the Dodgers thing is the one that surprised me at the time when I heard this. Then he comes out on a radio show and says, "I hate the you know uh, this year," and says, "I hate the Astros." Now you know that's fine. he said everyone hates the Astros. Everyone hates the Astros. Uh, I hate the Astros. Everyone hates the Astros. Then um, then a suspension is handed down, which I thought was was outlandish. I just think that's I'm not I'm not going I'm trying not to go tinfoil hat, but I will say I I do wonder sometimes if. If the Astros' reputation from what happened years ago, and you know Chris Young knowing these guys in the front office, if if there's any subconscious bias uh, against the Astros in that spot, because it's almost unheard of that a Bray would be a thrown out of the game and then b suspended with a suspension that will take that will take place in Game Seven to more than likely in Game Seven today of an ALCS. It's it's really I I don't know. I just get your thoughts on all that. Well, um, you, you know, I, I don't know anything about uh, no, obviously right. You, you know what Chris Young's dealings or or anything like that. But uh, I, all I'm going to say is that it it, it was unusual. I thought for uh, Abreu to be um, ejected. Uh, first of all, um, I, I also thought it was strange that Adolis Garcia was not suspended as well uh considering it was you know he did put his hands on an umpire and it was his actions that uh escalated it further but that's 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 fine that's those decisions are made way above my pay grade and you know those are decisions by made by people that are faced with these kind of scenarios all the time i forgot Whether or not asking... the ash... oh go ahead What's i was that? gonna say i work for nfl doing draft stuff and i forget yeah. oh yeah Robert does work for MLB. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't mean to put you in that spot. I'm no, no, no. But but I but I will say this: um, that that did not. If the Astros lose tonight, uh, that the Abreu thing, I, I feel like they should look back on all the other opportunities they had to have this series be over with. You know, like. They've now lost four consecutive playoff games at home. Remember, they lost the last game of the twin series mm-hmm. at home. They now lost three against the Rangers, and there's a very good chance they're going to lose tonight. Um, so I, I don't you think you put that. I mean, that's not the commissioner's fault. That's not Chris Young's fault. That's not the umpire's fault. A little strike zone has been a little wonky for both teams in this entire series. It, it's just it just speaks to what has plagued this team going back all the way to the beginning of the season. They for some reason can't win at home. They can't get hits with runners in scoring position. And I don't know why that is. I don't think anyone knows. I don't think they know. Uh, but I it, it's it, it's unfortunate that the Abreu Gar- Garcia situation has kind of marred what has been a really really traumatic and fantastic series and a very weird series as well. 
Robert Flores with us at RoFlow on Twitter here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. Lost because the Astros um, lost the game last night was one of the was the seminal moment moment for this season for the Houston Astros was Altuve's three run homer. Robert, you mm-hmm. guys, I, I, you he gets glowing reviews. I, I you watch you guys and the way that you speak of, of him. There is, I think, Altuve has surpassed Akeem as the greatest Houston athlete ever. You, yeah. where are you on that? Yeah, I, I was thinking about that after he, uh, soon after he hit that home run. Um, for for me, uh, as someone who grew up in the seventies and eighties, there, uh, it was. I, I would rank them in any particular order. I'm not putting them in any particular order, just off the top of my head. Akeem, Earl Campbell. Nolan Ryan and Jose Altuve, and is Jose and for me Hakeem was the top. Um, he had U of H Altuve. stuff too. I mean, that's a big yeah, part of absolutely. it. Is, yeah. a- a- absolutely. So I-, I think Altuve is right in that mix, and he may he may have surpassed him. He is um, he's something else, man. And uh, it- it's unfortunate that. Uh, nationally among fans, and not so much in, in the media, because I, I think the, everything that went down back in 2017, I think it's still kept alive, mainly because of fans, and opposing fan bases, and the interaction there. But, you know, he kind of became the poster boy for that, and it, it's unfortunate that he, in some circles, not not all, he's he's viewed as this villain or this, mastermind, overarching mafioso boss or, and, and he, he couldn't be the first, he couldn't be, he's the furthest thing from that. He is humble. He is a, he's a stone cold killer on the field and on the diamond. And he wants to rip your heart out in the best kind of way. And, um, I, I just think you're right. I, I think he might go down as the most revered, uh, Houston sports athlete in history. So you said earlier you think there's a likelihood is that the Astros lose this game. They have, well, yeah. So so Scherzer has not been good in his last three postseason starts. He just right. hasn't been good. And the Astros yeah. took care of that business before. I know that right. at home this has to turn. This is ridiculous what's going on for the Houston <laughs> Astros. Yeah. Um, well, two, two things. One, uh, anyone that is uh, that is close to me. Uh, and, and shout out to my brother Richard if he's listening. Uh, he will tell you that I am the most negative person that he knows. Uh, I, am a, <laughs> I am a notorious half glass empty kind of guy. Um, I, I, I just don't, you know. Oh, by the way, uh, you know Max Scherzer has only pitched in one other game seven. You want to guess which one it was? Yeah, the yeah. Nationals here. I know. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. Yep, it it, it does have an old. Well, here's the thing, Robert. You say you're negative. I have the same vibes because we grew up here. It's you never lose right. that baggage. You, you never, never lose it. the the baggage of it. of of the Denver Broncos loss, the Buffalo Bills loss, the Cleveland Browns loss. You don't lose the baggage of you know, or not Browns loss. There was another the, a third exactly. big loss. You and never you know lose. Why? That's why they should not be having Warren Moon throw out the first pitch tonight. Yeah, I mean you don't you don't lose the baggage of Charlie Kerfield or the five slam a jam a dunk at the buzzer. It's like but but even a but 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 Robert, the thing is, the Astros aren't that team. Like the Astros, but I know it feels like it because I'm sitting there thinking the same thing. Scherzer, great. This is going to play yeah. out just like a, a combination of the Red Sox meets the the Nationals, and they'll go out yeah. in the ALCS, and it's Scherzer, and Scherzer's going to Sterling Hitchcock us. And but you know what? This team doesn't really. It's pretty rare for this team to just fall flat in big moments. Yeah, I mean, uh, here's the thing that uh, you can kind of put a check in the Astros column is. Uh, Scherzer didn't look great in his uh, in, in his first start, um, but the thing that I that I worry about if the thing that I would worry about if, if I was a you know for for all the other Houston fans out there is that there were moments where Scherzer still looked pretty good, and he that was his first start I think in almost a month, so I think he's probably going to be assuming he's healthy. I think he's going to be sharper. Um, I think he's going to have better command of his breaking pitches, particularly his slider. And um, But on the other hand, you do have Christian Javier, who has looked 
more like the postseason Christian Javier of 2022. So I, I, I think it's going to come down to, I don't even want to say who, who's going to, who scores first. I think it's going to come down to uh, it, it, who's going who's to cash in when opportunities present themselves. Uh, the Astros last night had a chance to really, really put distance and really put a, a crooked number against Nathan Evaldi, and mm-hmm. they didn't. Uh, they were they started out one for five with runners in scoring position, and um, you know there, there's a lot of factors. Kyle Tucker's done. Kyle, it would be helpful if Kyle Tucker had a big moment at the plate. Um, I think that would do wonders, obviously for him, but I think it would do wonders for this offense. Absolutely. Well, it'd be wonderful if he was just Kyle Tucker again because he has not been. He has not been Kyle Tucker. The no. Jeremy Pena that we saw ALCS and in World Series MVP. Yeah. I mean, it, it's guy after guy after guy that just. It, I mean, you can count on Altuve, uh, Jordan, and Abreu right now, and that's about it. Right. And that's about it. Yeah, it, it, it's it's uh, it's disappointing, um, especially uh, Tucker and, and and Jeremy Pena. I, I feel I feel terrible for him. I, I can see the look on his face. When uh, when they show him on the dugout uh, after getting pinch hit for, I mean this was the just last year the ALCS and World Series MVP, and now he's getting pinch hit for for uh, Jonathan Singleton, who you know, uh, I mean I, that that's just if you had told me that was going to be the scenario <laughs> back, back in in July, I would have been like, what? you were said Jonathan what? Singleton, he's not in baseball right now. I think he just got exactly. DFA. So. I, I I don't know. I really don't know what to expect tonight, guys. I, I just know it's going to be white knuckle viewing for for everyone and in in Houston and there in the Metroplex. But uh, that's the beauty of sports, right? It's it's they say it's the the two best words in sports. Game seven. So um, I, I guess I'm going to be either in in Arlington later in the week because the Rangers would have home field advantage, or I'll be in Philadelphia. Assuming because I think the Phillies will close out the Diamondbacks tonight. Yep, yep, one of those two. Well, and before you go, any thoughts about Singleton versus Chaz or Yiner in that situation? I mean, I, you know, I think Dusty said at the after, in the post game news conference that uh, left handers fare better than than right handers. So mm. um, uh, maybe that's why he went with Singleton. If I'm not mistaken, I thought Yiner Diaz was on deck. Yes, he was. Uh, yes, he was. Yes. So so maybe that's, you know, they're saving Diaz for, because it's an easier, you know, as far as the lineup goes, you can just plug him in uh, right after uh, Maldonado. But I, it, it's tough, man. Um, yeah. you, you know, so, hey, Singleton put together a, a good at bat. Another pretty, pretty, another pretty good AB. He did. Um, he really did. He hasn't had a month. So, he hasn't had a hit since September thirteenth. That's thirty nine days. Yeah. I mean, Yiner yeah. just had a hit the other night. I, I, That's d- true. Yeah, I don't get. It's like and, one. And Chaz hit a homer the other day. I don't. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> well, I, I, let me leave you. I'll, I'll, I'll leave you guys with this. I, I think that this is a turning point game tonight. For, for this franchise, um, because if they lose, um, I, I, I think there's a real chance that there's going to be some some big changes uh, for for this team. Uh, you know, obviously Dusty Baker has a one year contract, so I, I I think if they lose, there's going to be I, I think there's a real chance that this team looks looks very different next year in a variety of ways. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, we appreciate it as always, uh, Roflo. Thanks for uh, for hanging with us and uh, have some fun. Again, the coverage starts at noon today. Noon today, and Roflo is going to be on the road for the World Series, so we'll watch. We appreciate you as always. Thanks for hanging with us, and we'll see you here in Houston next uh, mid next week. Oh, I, lo- I love your enthusiasm. I love your optimism. That's it. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, oh, he's already telling your score, John. Oh, oh yeah, seven three. Astros win seven three tonight. That's it. Yep, yep. Okay. I'd love it. All right. Yep. Yep. That's what. That's what's going to happen. And and when it does, I want you to call back. I, I want it to open up it. seven if, nothing. If that happens, I want to sweat this. Me, you, you, if that happens, you, you call me. You, you call me again, and we'll do. 
we'll, uh, we'll, we'll chat again later in the week. All right, man. There's Robert Flores with us right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5 MLB Network at Roflow on Twitter. Uh, Roger Clemens is going to join us top of the hour. We're going to do what did you learn this weekend in one sentence after. Well, let's do it at 830. Bottom of the hour, eight thirty. We'll do that with Roger. With uh, after we hit, talk to Roger, so get your "What did you learn this weekend?" in one sentence ready for eight thirty. You eight o'clock people need a "What did you learn this weekend?" too. Right now, I'm talking about Digimark. I'm talking about uh, I'm talking about you and my bookie, and it's awesome. I, you know, there were so many games yesterday that you just you just knew, right? You just had it. If you knew that the Bears were going to score all those points, you should have put something on it, right? Well, how do you do that? How do you bet and win? And how do you get paid? And how do I get a deposit bonus? But first time I get on my bookie, if I if I deposit more than fifty bucks, I'm going to get a deposit bonus, and I can get up to two hundred dollars to play. And I only have to play it once to get paid to get to pull it out. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is what's happening at my bookie, and it's not happening anywhere else. Brand new cash out system as well. If you if you play parlays. It's not happening anywhere else. So you win the first two legs or first three legs, and you want to, uh-uh, I'm pulling this money out. I'm going to take the win. Well, guess what? You got it at my bookie. Nobody else is doing that either. They got daily odds boosts. They got same-game parlays. They got super contests. They got casino gambling. They've got it all right now at mybookie.ag. Promo code BET975. You got to put in promo code BET975. You can play anytime, anywhere, only with my bookie. Promo code BET975. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, home of non-human intelligence. Non-human, exotic origin, vehicles that have either landed or crashed. We have spacecraft from another species. We do, yeah. From the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance and the same five guys who always call. Oh, yay. All right, Roger Clemens is going to join us at the top, top of the hour. Brought to you by John Daspit. We really appreciate Daspit. Thank you for uh, doing this. this you seen awesome, some of these awesome, Daspit awesome. commercials? We're going to have Roger today. Then we will have him again next Monday. Then we're going to have him next Tuesday. And then we're going to have oh, all the games here. Are we going to have him tomorrow? We're gonna have him tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow too. Yeah, absolutely. Is tomorrow his last. His no, last tomorrow's tomorrow? not his last. Tomorrow, it's we're gonna have him tomorrow, and then we're gonna have him next Monday. If they win, I just said that. No, they're going to win. I told you this already. No, you did. You said it'd be seven so. In between the Jose Altuve euphoria, which was awesome, we were at uh, East River Nine. It, we had so many listeners. We gave away. I don't know. I didn't see the final count, but it was great. It was great. Did you see the video of us celebrating at, at East Mm-mm. River Nine? I didn't oh see my it. gosh, it was awesome. Who who posted? The it? place just went nuts. Uh, ESPN nine seven five. I was I was at a, a place watching with friends, and I got a high five so hard. Well, what happened was I got my disc golf. I fell asleep, and I woke up at two. Like oh, I gotta go play. So I hurried, played, and then drove immediately, smelling of. Wet dog. I drove immediately just because that's how. I, yeah, that's you know, how. Yeah. Sure. I'm a white guy, and so I immediately drove as fast as I could to this place uh-huh. so I could watch. And as I'm walking in the first inning, Bregman hits home run. I didn't even get to see the home run. Oh my god! Bregman hit the home run, but I got in for the rest that's of the inning, war. and I watched but maybe the, rest of the game. You don't need to be there for the start of tonight's game because when you don't, when you're not there for the beginning, I used to think that too. Well, I if know. If I miss but... the opening kickoff, then my how team did you win. ever tell me that you are not superstitious? Oh no. So, but I got a high so five anyway, so hard that I thought I was going to lose you, a hand. Anyway, the, you go to ESPN 975 Houston and you'll see the video of us. It was awesome. East River 9 was great. We had a great crowd there. We had we gave away I don't know how many course lights. It was awesome. So, But sandwiched in between these two, the, the euphoria and then the disappointment from last night, was the University of Houston game. I, I, I went there. I was standing on the line to gain. Literally, I was on the field. Standing on the line to gain. And there is no question, no question that he got that first down on third down. Right. It was there a terrible is, call. It was an awful call. Why run a Do fourth you know, down play? And then it, apparently well, there was an injury on the field, and apparently during all of that, there was a replay. Okay. So there was a replay. Because the question was, why didn't Dana call timeouts? Well, so that in they the could... final minutes, it's a, it's a referee thing. Right, it's a booth it's thing. A, it's a booth thing. 
Well, you can still call a timeout to give them time. Well, give them time, but they had plenty of time. Yeah, they did. Dana was out, they were out in the field, actually, and, and, and talking and everything else was going on. So they sent it upstairs to the replay official. Do you know who the replay official is? Chris Young? Not Chris General Young. manager of the Rangers? His name is Gene Semko. Okay. Gene Semko has been a lawyer in uh, El Paso for 43 years. Oh. Do you know where he went to law school? Yeah, I'm going to guess University of Houston. No, it wasn't the University of Houston. It was the University of Texas. That was my second guess. <clears throat> it was the University that of Texas. That was actually my first guess. You know, I, it, 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 there may not be, the dude may have be unbelievably ethical. Just the fact that he went to Texas and is the replay official for a Texas game. You, If you're an official, you th- that impropri- the look of impropriety is awful. You need to recuse yourself, or the league needs to keep you off university. If you have any affiliation to the university, you should not be refereeing their games. You know, as corrupt as soccer is, you know what they don't do in international matches? Have a guy from the one of the countries referee the game. Yeah. yeah. You don't see U.S. versus Mexico in Mexico City. Oh, that guy was born in Jalisco. He's, call, he's calling. They don't do that either. No. Even soccer doesn't do that. It's it's unbelievable. What's his name? Gene Semko. Semko. S e m k o. I've already I looked it up. I, I've got it. There's a big article. I can send it to you. There's a big article about it. Eugene Semko. Eugene Semko. El Paso. He went to the University of Texas Law School. It it is even if it's not even if he was being as unbiased, it, the look of impropriety is it it is unacceptable. It is unacceptable that you would have a guy who attended the university acting as a judge. And in, in, he's been in law for 43 years. You have to recuse yourself. You have to recuse yourself from that game. Is, are there any other games that Gene Simcoe? Obviously, he's been a Big 12 official for 43 years. Send him to the TCU-Kansas State That's game or something. Where, yeah, how where hard TCU is that? has no chance that he can't <laughs> yeah. affect the game. That he really is, that really is just to avoid the potential for any look of conflict of interest, for sure. That's that's just, you know, I'm not saying he cheated, but you don't want this, uh, you don't want John Granado with his guns blazing, firing bullets at Gene Simcoe. This is on you, Big 12, because now Granado's got a well, pocket full of stones, is, Simcoe, and he's throwing them at What people. does Simcoe want, to Although be considered a, a cheater or incompetent? Because he's one or the other. Well, one or the other, because it was. I don't know which was. What, You're either which, bad or crooked. The, the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh that, that one, Ooh, that, that, oh, that spot, or the spot in, on Saturday, because that cost the University of Houston a chance to have one of its biggest wins in its history, and it was and it was on the referees. It was totally on the referees. We got a break because Rogers joining us on the other side right now. Though we're talking tequila, talking about Maestro Nobel. Maestro Nobel is the premier tequila uh, that is discussed on this show, certainly. But I think it's one of the very best in the country. Maestro Nobel. Started in Tequila, Mexico. It was 11 generations. There was 11 generations of tequila makers who have made this. I mean, this has been going on for (laughs) as long as you can possibly imagine. But they have really fine-tuned the process and have a variety of tequilas that I think you're going to absolutely love, from the Reposado to the Añejo to their Cristalino, which is fantastic, the silver, the smoke silver. It's They've got something for everyone, and they want you to try them out. And I, I definitely say, look, if you go into a restaurant and they don't have it, if you go into a liquor store and they don't have it, demand it by name, Maestro Nobel. Try it for yourself. I guarantee this is going to be one of your new standards with tequila. You'll have it up on your shelf, and you get the great, the, one of the best tequilas for a very reasonable price. It's Maestro Nobel. 97.5 and 92.5. Dude. Like I told my last wife, I says, honey, I never drive faster than I can see. Besides that, it's all in the reflexes. 